Welcome to the Buy Box Bandits Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Buy Box Bandits Podcast. Today, we're joined by my man, Steven. Steven does business. We got a full-on Southeastern PA episode. Garrett representing King of Prussia. Uh, Steven and myself representing a little further northwest. The uh, boondocks. From there. The but boondocks. yeah, true, true right there. So uh, Steven is a retail arbitrage enthusiast and also does some OA, a little OA to prep action right there. He splits time somewhere to myself between Pennsylvania and Florida. Right uh, right there, a lot of virtual assistants and shit like that. And uh, what, what are your trailing 30-day sales? Uh, Right around 100,000, a little low right now. A little lower, but you got to get that up. Right for 200,000 next month. Right there, cool. Okay, fine, right there. So yeah, man, you want to give us a little introduction on yourself? You're a young guy, super good energy, um, good follow on Instagram, everything like that. Tell, tell us how you got into Amazon. Yeah, so like starting off, like I was moving to Florida and I was flipping stuff on eBay and I was like, I can't do this in Florida and like moving down there. So I had to figure something out quick. I didn't want to work at nine to five. Um, and I was went on, I did some research. I found Amazon FBA flipping books, flipped some books. And then I was like, well, I don't want to flip books. And I got into retail arbitrage is really where I started to flourish. And um, yeah, so I did a ton of outlets, uh, and the, by employee connections and everything like sure you know. yeah we walk into this one store to do to do ra back in february and he's like talking to the employees they're greeting him hey you got more of this he's kissing babies taking pictures with people not the last part right uh right there but yeah you're <laughs> killing it with uh the retail arbitrage and i think that's something a lot of people sleep on why like what do you think is so advantageous about ra and why have you put a lot of time into it um so i originally watching like I watched other people that are talking about the store, like the stores I go to and stuff. And like, I really started to learn it. Well, like I just figured out what brands, like I literally spent one day for eight hours scanning everything on the, in that one half of the store. Another day mm -hmm. I finished the store off. So like I had like 12, 15 hours of total scanning in there of like every product. So like after that, I had a catalog in my head of everything that's profitable in that store. So now when I go back, I'm not scanning every product. I'm just hitting different products just a little bit here and there. And I know what I'm grabbing. Like, and then it's scalable because I can just go to the next door and the next door yeah. and the next door. I walk in, the owner's like, all right. I'm like, hey, what's my competitor buying? Or hey, what are other people <laughs> buying up? Or, Savage. They can see at other stores what they've been selling a ton. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, give me a little bit of an insight talk to them chop it up with them for a while and then i'll have leads for other stores if they'd be like hey we just got cleared out of this i know when i go to the next store to keep an eye out for that and like just keep it up with the managers and like they everyone knows me all the i know almost all the owners in the northeast like they know me <laughs> yeah. do you cover like multiple states even occasionally and uh and stuff and one thing that you do really well is you like grind for every cent of discounts and stuff. Like some of the, some of their RA you and I have jammed on in the past. Like he'll like send me random screenshots. Like he was like, yo, go use this. And I'm like, dude, like I have none of those stores within hours of me, but I got, I guess I got the coupon um, and uh, everything. Is, and retail arbitrage is great too. Cause you can get stuff in hand same day. You could get it really listed quick with FBM. You could send it into FBA really quick and, uh, and everything too, which I think is really advantageous. Basically, what are some mistakes you see a lot of people make with RA? Underestimating it. Yeah. It, yeah. Capacity. Yeah. Nobody, like, besides the Nike outlets, nobody talks about RA. 
like a little bit of Ollie's, but besides that, yeah, Ollie's like, is lit. You and I went there. They, once, nobody yeah. ever talks about it. Like it's like Marshall's oh, TJ I don't do it. it's People are lazy. Minute. Yeah, people are making no money talking about my time's not worth that. Your time's not worth anything right now. Yeah. When I straight flipped RA, I ran a thirty-three percent margin. It was ridiculous. That's insanity. That's yeah, yeah, that's insanity. Like yeah. my ROI, my main store was a hundred and nine percent average nutty. at one point, and I was selling like. 30 40,000 a month at that point. Like yes, there's a lot less competition too it sounds like as well. Yeah, it was it was crazy like at that time like my margin dropped down to like I think like 12 or 13 now. Like it's still very healthy. You're making good. way more, yeah, and cash back yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And like I I still mess around with the RA just because I don't prep anymore because I pay preppers. I just go out and shop and I do my thing and I have fun getting out of the house once or twice a week doing that kind of breaks up my week from OA and just dealing with my VAs and everything. But yeah, like that, their whole store is a catalog to me. And like, I just go to other owners, just talk to them. I have a main couple ones. I really work with a lot, but those, like those connections are really what makes it. And like, if I'm buying bulk of something, like if I'm buying a thousand or $2,000 of the price, sometimes even more, Hey, what's the best price you can give me on this? Or, Hey, if I buy a pallet of this, what, what can you give me on it? The one product they dropped 40 cents off. I that's forty extra cents right in my bottom line, and all those are questions other people aren't asking. That's they're not they're scared to ask, man. They're scared to meet the owners. They're they're scared to talk to other sellers. I have never had no. Maybe I I can't remember. It was like the first time I did RA. Like some like I was ended up talking to somebody, but I haven't. Besides that time, I have never had somebody walk up to me and say, "Hey, are you selling on Amazon?" So I am too. It's oh my gosh! I can't have people know I sell on Amazon. They're this so and that. Like, I'm They're so scared. scared. Yeah. Oh my gosh! They see my two items in my cart. Cause I'm just mowing around with a full cart. Like you know, <laughs> like, I have two carts set up at the register. Like, um, I come with my dolly when I'm done checking out and everything with bins. Um, but besides the point, like, people are so scared. Like when I see yeah. somebody new, I'm like, all right, let me help them. Or I'm like, hey, that uh, that's an IP right there. Like, you don't have to take my work. You don't have to trust but like i'm telling you yeah. it happened to me like and hey do you know how to set your repricer up like i try to educate people when i'm there like uh, no warner has a good video um mm-hmm. on be cool and i'll be like all right just watch this video set your repricer up exactly like this because it's at least a basic of they're not going to tank the price and it makes it way simpler versus someone that doesn't know what they're doing they just put undercut the buy box and someone's selling really profitable at like 100% ROI drops straight down to 20, 30% within a couple of days because they don't set it up right. I think there's there's so much advantage. And, and this is something that Corey was talking about in one of his recent videos in terms of digging into a niche, right? And in your case, it's a partic- couple particular RA stores, right? But it's digging in so deep that you know every single nuance related to that category, type of product, in this case, a store. And there's so much advantage to that. Because you kind of referenced having a, a mental catalog where you can kind of walk down any aisle, know any, if anything's new, right? So immediately you're going to scan that thing, right? Know if anything's cheaper than it typically is. Knowing all these sorts of things, you can pick up on that, right? Because you're not just scanning with the surface level understanding. And I think that's the understanding and that's the competitive advantage that experience creates in this business, right? 100%. That's compounding. Like I would never go to Walmart like unless I'm like would shoot content or something and personally like I got buy something I shot for content but like 
if I'm not like I would not just go to Walmart because it's not my niche and I'm scanning new things every time. But there's something that some of us all bought um for back to school that it's at Walmart's fifty cents and you know we're ripping it like but that's different because I'm going there for a specific reason. Like, yeah, you're not going in blind. Yeah, and now you gotta go in blind initially somewhere so you can learn to eventually dial in on those options. And it has to be scalable too. Like that's the biggest thing is like I don't go to like my stores. I go to 10 in a day. I'll fill my whole pickup truck and a trailer and won't be able to see out the passenger side window. Not saying it's safe. It happens often on good days and drive around. Yeah. I drove three, four hours in like a big loop, but yeah, I made three, $4,000 profit and I don't have to prep the crap because I got other people to prep it. Like, have you ever considered getting like a buying team? Or paying buyers to go do it? I was thinking about it. It's just hard. I would love to be able to get their catalog. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Well, that was the next step, yeah. And it was... Go ahead. And be able to run that through, like, Scan Unlimited and run that through... They, I just can't figure out... I've been working with them just trying to figure out how to export, and I, I, this doesn't work. There's someone on social media that I think used to be more present. She She lives in, like, California. And she has like she an entire buying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the same store too. And she had a team that went. She, you know, paid choppers, brought it off, prepped it. Yeah, you got to look and into was, that because that's probably the next step. And I know you're mainly focused on OA. What is the spread OARA right now? Oh, like eighty percent OA. Oh, really? It's that. Oh, thing. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. And and I what's mean, the reasoning on that? It, obviously, you I've been in Florida. Like, yeah. Like it's there's no that store's not down there, and I'm not. And I'm not going to try to learn something new just because I have OA working. It's like I, if I was starting off with someone and said, hey, go to the store, I'm not going to go there just because it's just not what I know. Like, not that I'm afraid of it. Like, I just wouldn't want to relearn it. Spend all that time. It take, took months for me to get to where I'm at. And almost, I've been doing it for almost a year. And it's taken like over a year to get to where I'm at in that skill. Like, that's the only reason why I still do it. Like, people tell me, oh, you can go to Mars. It's great. But I'm, I just, I don't want to learn that. I don't. Like, unless someone tells me that there's something crazy there and that I can get bulk of it. Like, that's a big thing for me, too, is bulk. But, like, if I if people love the Nike outlets. I hate the Nike outlets. It's a passion. People make so much money there. But I don't like because I can't buy bulk. Like, you can buy five right. or few 30 max items. I want to be able to have so – I've had max, like, five shopping carts. Kid you not. In, like, one transaction. Of me going through a store and like at the Nike outlets, I can't do that. But some people, that's just me on how I source. Yeah, and like, OA you can do way more. Yeah, and you can delegate and stuff. Talk about the VAs because I know that's been a big thing for you as well. The virtual assistant. Yeah, so like it was and still is is the biggest pigeonhole is me, as in probably everyone, almost eight everyone's business is the biggest pigeonhole is yourself and your mind and how yep. small you want to think. And when I started thinking bigger and needing getting VAs and trying to offload some of my tasks um it's really grown my business i have a buying va like it gets me back an hour or two of my time he sources when he's not buying he's great i'm trying to train him how to run my account slowly but surely over the next year really how to run it because i see a lot of potential in him um another buying one i just got one or comb catalogs of a source um like just to keep yeah, running this one yeah, exactly. for this whole time, um, and just some other VAs just do some other odd and end tasks and help out 
Yeah, so, well, so, you got really like you've been really good about delegating and thinking through that stuff, people helping out with prep, right? Because I know you've been reading a lot of good business books too, just in our private conversations. And as well, how do you see the Amazon business developing? I see it. So let me give a little backstory. So I'm going to Europe in about a month. And with that, it puts a new uh, challenge in there. How can I still grow, but work less? Because I want to spend my time surfing and not doing Amazon, especially when I'm there. And that I have to figure out how I can delegate better. And I need to start working on that now versus like this when is I some, go. This is some Mike McCallowitz stuff. This is what he wrote, wrote a book about. <laughs> it's all about the delegation. It's like, I've, I don't know who that is or what the book is, but I'll have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it like I delegating has been everything. And like, if I want a biz, if I want a company or a bigger business, it has to be delegated. Cause like, I would love to automate the business, not in Amazon automation, but <laughs> automate it with my VAs and have them find products and comb wholesale. And yes, I pop in here and there, but like, I want to build bigger and better things than just Amazon, but I want to keep it within me. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of it because I have this skill. It's like me doing my RI. I have the mm -hmm. skill of Amazon. I'm not going to just let it go, but I want to build it and make it better in that aspect. Yeah. And as the yes. months, as the months go by, your output gets way bigger for the same input that you put in the same time and such. What you got, Gary? Um, Let's dig into the, the VA piece, right? Because I think a, a big misconception is, is when people hire VAs, it's going to be like a puzzle, right? You put them in the spot, they do the work, they do really good. And that's that, right? But there's like a nurturing thing. There's a growth stage. And so kind of walk us through how you onboarded your first one, what those processes looked like, and more importantly, what the training looked like. Because that's the biggest piece that I think people struggle with is really growing not only the VA, but with the VA, right? At growing as a manager, growing as a, as a delegator, those sorts of things. So my one, so I got, I got them all from the ones from Instagram, a DM. Uh, another one was from on, two of the other ones for online jobs. Actually, the other one actually is from Instagram too. Sorry. So I have four, <laughs> uh, sorry, five. One does other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but so like my training really looks like going through with them and just trying to teach them like making loom videos commenting on every one of the things mm -hmm. why i like it why i don't yes um, like it takes a ton of time and it's a pain that, and it should yeah and that's why it works though when you once you get them good and what helps i think is like a lot is when i um make like a loom video like i would try to do it once a week of how and like as i'm going through the leads and give him like my reaction, like okay. As I look at, the, don't look at it prior. Give him a raw thing and just talk out what I'm thinking. Okay, this offer count is increasing significantly. It's most likely going to tank. Look at the year. Say okay, this is the uh, floor price. This is probably within a tank too, and why I'm not buying it. And then get, keep giving those reasonings and everything. So. They don't like, so they don't make the mistake. And if they keep making a mistake, you got to let them go. But another thing that's really helped my buying VA to be the, my best one is once I started to show him what I'm buying, like yeah. that also opens up risks. We can get into a minute, but it for like it forced him to literally see what I'm purchasing. Like he's knowing what I'm purchasing and why, like, and I tell him, I say, ask me why I'm purchasing this. 
fight me on the answer. And if you think you sent me a lead that I should buy and I said no, tell me I should have bought it and why. Give me a good reason. Maybe we tried 10 yeah. minutes. Like, and then, because when if you check me, I check you. Like, yeah, I have way more experience. Most likely my I'm my words be correct just because I've been doing it for so much longer. I've been running the business very successfully. But that aspect of him having that knowledge and that yeah. uh, ability to see that because now I don't get those ones that, the offer count changes like once or twice a month. Like, yeah, it's got 12,000 rank. Maybe it's like a piece of women's clothing, but yeah, it's on a really fast listing, but it's size seven X in like a blue color. Like that no one buys and I don't get them anymore with a hundred percent ROI too. Like, but it never sells. Is the point. Did your that. buying VA start as a sourcing? Like a purely yeah. Yeah, sourcing VA? To build a trust. So, okay. Yeah. So he started off and he just wanted to grow with me. Like mm-hmm. I did, I did uh work with, Two other people I still do with one of the VAs, um, share them. And he, this guy really went to work with me and scaled me. He's like, Hey, always ask, can I do something else? Hey, boss, like this and that. Like, and I, like as a VA, like you want to keep him happy. And also I want to do less work at the end of the day. I, I want to do less work. Um, so I have, so I've started having a purchase, gave him a virtual credit card with like a $300 limit on it. Yeah. And Almost immediately flipped them up to like, we were just ripping this one thing. I forget what we were ripping. And I was like, here, I think I put his like limits like $3,000, like a couple of days later. Not saying I recommend it, but I did this like, I've worked with him for a while too. And anything I ask from him, he does it. And I saw the potential in him. I still do. I want to try to grow him into that position and offering that and offering more of my account slowly but surely. Like soon I'm going to start letting him actually into my seller central. To fix with in authentics, uh, IP compliance, just all those other things. And as someone that's very bad at keeping records, I'm very good at the front end of like steamrolling. Well, you you need to put. You can't say you're bad at stuff. You got to be careful how you talk about yourself, family. I I don't prioritize it. Okay, well that's true though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're in power. It doesn't happen to you. It's not a label. You're in the power to change it whenever you want. But the greatest thing is, I can hire a VA to do that. And now he, when he purchases, he has to take a photo of the invoice, like keep the order numbers, track to make sure stuff gets to the prep center. I've, I have to actually look into that a little more, make sure he's doing it right and everything. I have a feeling he is. I'm just haven't really looked at it much, but like those aspects of keeping track, everything better. Like, and I'm looking at getting another VA just to do personal stuff for me. Like mm-hmm. send those emails. I don't want to do like, just de- like keep everything like, Hey, like, can you do X, Y, can you send an email to this person? Ask why this happened for ver- like for personal stuff or get on. I had to call Amtrak today because my car got hit on the um auto train, but to have them call them up and call, like call them and have those 45 minute conversations to save me that time so I'm not talking to them. Like I can just focus on the business. A couple well, things. Um, is the the buyer is he just fully autonomously buying now? You don't review him? No, it's after I review everything. Yeah. He, he's only been doing it for about a month, so I just He's definitely getting better. I have him now reviewing the other VA's leads yeah. prior to mm-hmm. me getting them and writing some notes because he needs to understand that and trying to estimate quantity. But it's so hard when you aren't actually seeing the sales come in. Yeah. And you don't know what to keep a charge. Like, you know what they should look like, but they've never seen the whole process go through. They just see, oh, this is a good keep it. looks like a good keep chart. And go like that's all they see. They don't see the back end. Something Soros talks a, a lot about is like the bonus structure and really empowering 
employees, VAs, those sorts of things to take ownership in what they're doing, right? So do you have that any sort of bonus structure, like that sort of uh, mechanism in place? So I do pay a dollar per lead. The buying VA does will keep half of the cash back. So that, I mean, that will be a very- Ooh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I've never heard that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like that's an incentive, right? There. I mean, like that's more than a dollar per lead. And when he's not buying, he's sourcing, sending me leads. Like I've just taught him KPF. Like, mm-hmm. um, so he sent me a text yesterday. Oh my gosh, I love KPF. I'm not reverse sourcing anymore. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that's keep a product finder for anyone listening. You got to look into that. Garrett has a good YouTube video on it. If you don't yeah. already know what that I think is. I sent you his video, Garrett. I sent, I know he says one or two. Yeah. Years from- I have a lot of good ones about keep a product okay. finder. Yeah. So Steven, you've grown, especially in like the last like four, three, four, five, six months. Your monthly sales around doubled and, and they'll continue. It should be 3X in the next month in terms of growth from where you were. What are the big the big takeaways on the road from 30, 40, 50 grand a month in sales to 50, 60, eventually 100, 140, that kind of thing? It's so simple. It's like everyone wants to complicate, but it's just buying more and niching down even better to knowing what you can and can't do on what sites. Like most of the stuff's OA. I know where I can buy bulk. I can go really hard there. I know the coupons. I know the the product cycle and i just rip it like i go crazy on it and then i don't really have to buy as much i kind of just keep sending some stuff in slowly just with other websites and when it's good it's time to go hard like i'm just buying deeper like I'm trying to buy for a month or two versus buying for two days or when you have like a thousand rank item and you're sold out all 20 units of your test buy and then you can't repurchase for months like well, that's the and problem. Again, yeah, when you see this stuff, it's like a big sale. You might only be able to hit once every two yeah. months. But once you've been in the game a while, you start to be able to yeah, take the it. confidence. Yeah. The confidence is huge, yep. right? That confidence is is part of the, the, the biggest compounding effect, right? It's the same time, but not buying 10, buying 100. Not buying 100, buying 1,000, right? Yep. Buying higher ASP items. That confidence is equally as important as the actual analytical ability that goes into it, right? Because you can have the proper diagnosis, but you don't have the, if you don't have the confidence in the guts to actually pull the trigger, you still stay at the same place, you know? hundred percent. Like my, I had a test order of $12,000. Like, oh, gee, that's not a test order. Anything above 5k isn't a test order. I would say. I mean, the good keeper chart, like next time I couldn't have buying a thousand. Like, mm-hmm. makes sense. yeah, like it, that's, that's where I'm at though. And that's where I'm comfortable. Like, even with Amazon on the listing, like I'm still, that's the test order. Like, gotcha. So, uh, tra- transitioning a little bit, obviously. So Miles and I know kind of a little bit more about you than probably most, right? Your mom <laughs> actually had recently gotten back, gotten into the business. Talk us through yeah. like what that's like, right? Because I think the biggest advantage to social media is, is having people around you, not physically, but like technically, right. That are doing the same sorts of things. So talk us about, talk us through like how how that is like being around someone doing the same sort of thing in the same vicinity. It's difficult. It's somewhat because it's because <laughs> like I come in here like I like with family it's different like teaching and showing because like you have like very low uh, what's the word I'm bring for now um patience patience sorry there you go <laughs> very low patience so. Like it's not as difficult because like, like I'm like you should understand this like especially if you're doing it for a while to this should make sense like, but it's hard like 
I think she'll do better with wholesale when, especially since just simpler, like call, like just being on the phone more. You're just basic yeah. stuff versus like OA. It's like, God, remember this reward this, you get this coupon, and, this. and if they get canceled, do this. Oh, and then yeah. you you got the coolest cash. And I I get that completely. But like anything, it's a skill you learn over time. Yeah, so it's kind of like that part's difficult. But I think after ASD and we're going to a convention after that, like I think it'll really light the fire and start rolling so if they see a guy running around with the the curly flow and the seller amp t-shirt with the hat on they know it's you at asd oh yeah for sure fire you fire know. cool sweet and then what are your plans for q4 so you're going to europe running the business for a little while but i know you're coming back to chad scale during q4 talk about that just buying deep like now is the time for my test buys for q4 like this is a for everyone like no matter when your list is even if it's in like october like it's your time to do your test buys now because you don't want to do your test buys when you there's those massive sales assuming you're oa and those sales like oh yeah you do you do buy oh we buy 20 units well yeah you buy your 20 units i'm coming through and saying wow that's a great product let me stock that out or hey hey miles and garrett and tell them, hey you guys want to stock this product out all right bet we're all yeah the boys get all involved. In. yeah all right we all spend ten thousand dollars in the product and your little test buy is just getting amazon as the stock's gone or you're prepping it and it's your stuff's gone like now the time for the for the test buys just in general like and to really sure learn yeah to learn especially because then if you really take the time to learn network etc right now it'll be a hell of a lot easier to take big advantage during q4 that's why you got to take great action yeah. daily to make that happen and then as we finish up here something that's been super valuable garrett myself i know you has been the networking side of things i know you like to talk about this a lot as do i talk about how that's been important so they don't just hear me yell at them all the time about so, that. um network has been like yeah 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 hydrate up boy hydrate up yeah. Yeah, <laughs> topic there. yeah before we start first start ranting a little bit like network is your network like in general um my like I've been posting a lot more and it gets me a recognition. Like even if I go back a while, like I was very active in your group and your coaching thing. And like just being that aspect, like when I went to the sellers um, convention, Miami sellers conference, people knew who I was like, Isn't just that that. yeah, then, with like 300 followers. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started posting more and being more active on Instagram okay. shooting reels and stuff. And now I have people like DMs. Like I usually have like 10, 15 DMs every day just people talking to me chopping it up like and maybe one out of 50 of them hey you want to do a zoom call like really want to get closer with but you get to choose who your friends are and who you work with like it's not like high school when you got chose your lab partner and you didn't like your lab partner but you're still stuck or like corporate where you have to choose who yeah, you are yeah. you don't get We're to so, choose it's so lucky and unique yeah that we get exactly. to be able to have that choice and most people talk to no one but the people who make the most money talk to a lot of people and get yeah. a lot of input. They get a lot of leverage right there. Like, they have to work less. Like from miles, like I was visiting him and like, I started by just networking with him very well, but yeah, I was at in Miami and he told me to buy something like a product. And like, I bought a ton of it and it's been very profitable for me. Oh, like it's, and there's so many other people. It's not just miles too. Like I have so many other people that are like, all right, Hey, like TV buy this, flips. like TV flips, Sean, TV. the gang right there. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, like the whole crew right there. And like, networking and something else in network too is i've really started to look into is how can what aspect can they put in my business as in like okay they're a great friend great people and all but like my one buddy nick like 
I've always wanted to learn, like not personally learn it, but have someone who can do coding and just oh, adds a, a great whole. Guy too. I forgot. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, aspect of my business that um. Nick came to the bar with us once. In a, in a park, remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sick. But he adds a whole aspect of like the computer side. So now mm-hmm. it's our business is very much changing very quickly. But I add my aspect of knowing a lot of these brands and been around the block for a while. And he adds that whole aspect. So with us together, it builds a perfect because I would not be doing it with, I'd be not doing this stuff without him and he wouldn't be doing it without me so we both bring our piece of the pie and like i have a ton of ideas when it comes to this stuff and he can execute it cool there we go man well very well said r-a-n-o-a chad scaler right there chad scaler on the lookout for the boy at asd too i'm right there where can people find you on instagram steven does business Yep, that was the name chosen by your boy right there on, uh, on that. He said, he said he, he, the biggest procrastination in the world is the what should I name my page when you posted nothing. Right there. But luckily, you got a good name on uh, and versatile too, goes beyond Amazon. Yeah, um, that was the biggest right thing. There. Sweet. Sounds good, man. And uh, so go follow the boy right there. Thanks for coming on. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for having me. See you guys. All right. Yeah, thanks, everyone.